Hello and welcome to the Health Hour of Inform Life Radio on 11.50 a.m. KKNW and streaming to CHD TV. So glad you could join us for this hour. Um, this hour is brought to you by the Washington Chapter of Children's Health Defense. I want to say thank you to the members of Children's Health Defense who contribute a little something every uh, month to ensure that free speech, free medical speech stays on the airwaves in the greater Puget Sound region and because of all this lovely platform streaming all around the world. Um, it, it's a great thing. Knowledge is a powerful thing. The more you know, the better decisions you make in your life, the better decisions you make, not only the doctors you choose, the food you choose, the lifestyle you choose, who you choose for when you go to vote, you know, all the way around. And it really helps improve everything. So don't ever feel that one person's actions aren't important. They absolutely are. So it's uh, the website is wa.childrenshealthdefense.org. That's wa.childrenshealthdefense.org. If you want to join the Washington chapter and come on board and maybe give us a little something each month to keep free speech on the air, we would so much appreciate that. Um, the views expressed on this show are not necessarily those of uh, Children's Health Defense or uh, KKNW, and we definitely are not giving medical or legal advice. Um, we're going to be going over some protocols um, in this hour, but we are not giving advice. We're just going to go through one person's journey, and she's going to talk about what worked for her, but, you know, we need you to go seek your trusted healthcare uh, advisor and do your research. We're just kind of giving you some information here to go from. I am so pleased that my co-host Javier Figueroa is in the house. He can join us today. Welcome, Javier. Hey. Hello, Bernadette. For those of you just on um, podcast or on the radio, you don't get to see him. He, he's looking kind of cool. He's got a little bit of a a little bit of a beard going and he's got his great American flag hat. You know, you're looking, you're like, you're ready to go out and get a barbecue. Not oh, either that or, or go dirt, uh, you know, back road dirt biking. Oh, is that what you do? Is that something you do for fun? Oh God, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'd break my back if I did that. Oh no, we can't have that. That's funny. Um, no, I don't, I don't do that. In, in my younger days, I would be bold and try some things, but you know, I'm more aware, aware of the fragility of the human frame at this stage of my life. Very much so, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so I'm really excited to bring on our guest. Um, her name is AJ DePriest. Um, I'm gonna, let's bring her on and I'll just say hello. And then I want to read to you a little bit about her. There she is. Hey, AJ. Hi. So um, AJ and, and Javier is the first time you are meeting. Um, I'm going to tell you, Javier, and all our listeners about AJ, but you should know that uh, Javier um, is a wonderful PhD in neurobiology and he's, he's just brilliant. Okay. He's an advocate. He's bold. I'm just so honored to have him sometimes co-host the show. Oh, so, how awesome. Very nice. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's he's amazing. He represents what we hope a lot of our 
community who have, you know, certain experience and credentials and jobs in the field of medicine and science, we need them to follow his example and just step up and do the right thing. Amen. And be bold. Thank so you. Thank you for your service. <laughs> I can I consider I consider my education um, the, the the benefits of my education are uh, my requirement to serve the public. Wow, that's yeah. very noble. I do admire that. Um, and you know that is in this right now. What's going on is we've got this perversion of. Um, utilizing something called the greater good, or you do it for your fellow man, that's been sort of co-opted and used to serve powerful entities, evil causes. But really, that's the best of humanity. We do that. We do that instinctually. We want to help. But, you know, so much of what we've seen um, has been stolen from us. But we can't let that stop us from being good people. We have to serve our fellow man, but from a place of truth and exactly. fact, right? And fully informed consent. <laughs> yeah. So let, let me tell um, listeners and viewers who are not familiar with AJ DePriest. So she started off um, working in healthcare policy as an analyst and researcher. She's a founding member of Project Heal Montana that repealed Montana's government-run socialized healthcare laws and replaced them with comprehensive market-based legislation in 1993 and 1995. She retired from corporate book publishing in 2009 as editorial director of reference and electronic publishing at Thomas Nelson Publishers. She is the founder of the Tennessee Liberty Network TLN, a Tennessee-based think tank, independent, covert research operation. These, uh, the Tennessee Liberty Network supplies lawmakers, policy leaders, and legal teams across America with actionable intel on issues ranging from COVID mandates, hospital incentive schemes, illegal immigration, election integrity, and government-run education. In May of 2021, TLN exposed evidence of ESSER ESSER 3 funding, its federal funding to schools, that has ties to COVID-related mandates in the U.S. schools. She's also founder of the Adam Group, COVID Education and Advocacy Organization. The Adam Group's affiliate doctors and advocates have helped thousands across America prevent COVID and effective um, and effectively treat COVID at home. Um, the organization also helped families rescue loved ones from hospital following medical kidnapping and forced hospital protocols. In April of 2022, the Liberty um, Tennessee Liberty Network exposed evidence of financial COVID incentives to hospitals. This was from the federal government. They were incentivizing what we call death protocols. It was really criminal. She's the owner of Proposal Logic since 2011, a minority woman-owned consulting firm devoted to proposal development and technical writing to help federal contracts win, federal contractors win contracts, excuse me. <clears throat> um, sorry, I, I have to take a little sip. I suddenly lost my voice. <laughs> One more really important thing. <clears throat> Currently, AJ is working with physician and lawyer groups, lawmakers, and attorneys general 
throughout the country to dismantle corrupt hospital systems and help families file lawsuits against hospitals for COVID-related fraud and abuse of patient rights. Uh, she's married to a dear man, Dan, and has three beautiful daughters and six grandchildren. So, wow, AJ, it is such an honor and pleasure to know you and call you friend. Oh, likewise. You're my hero. <laughs> oh, <goodness. laughs> Mutual admiration society. But yeah. you and that all said, I'm going to let um, viewers and listeners know we will be having you back on frequently in the future to talk about some of the things I just described. When you're ready and able to reveal some of the work you're currently doing, to review um, more about those hospital protocol incentives, you know, as you feel it's timely based on your work. Um, but today's show, you know, it's it's really good news. And you had an experience with your mother that I felt everybody really needed to hear. So let's start off with you telling us about your dear mom and what happened to her during COVID. Well, my mom is, she is a trooper. Um, back in mid 2019, we had a house in Oklahoma. And um, so we were kind of close to her. We sold it and started living full time again in Tennessee. And um, we begged her to move here. Um, but she wouldn't do it. She was like, you know, your typical old lady who's just stubborn and just dug in her heels and said, I'm not moving. And, um, and we knew that she was getting ill. And um, when COVID came, she, she immediately got the shots as soon as they were available. I begged her not to get the shots. I told her, just wait, just wait and see what happens. Don't do it. But, you know, she said what a lot of older people say, you're not a doctor and you don't know what's best. And so she she got the two shot regimen and um, and I know she got two boosters after that. And um, it was her friends really who notified me that she was having problems because um, I got a phone call from a friend of hers there in 2020, um, early 21 and said, you know, I went to go visit your mom because she doesn't answer calls. She won't answer you know, emails. And when I, uh, when she answered the door, she looked disheveled, you know, she, she looked like she hadn't been taking care of herself. And that was just kind of unusual for my mom. I mean, she's not like a glamour girl or anything, but for her friend to call me and be concerned, I was concerned. And so my two brothers and I started calling her and she would say, I'm fine. I'm fine. And, um, finally, in the summer of last year, no, year before last in 22, she called me and she said, I had to call the fire department to come crawl through the window and pick me up. And that was the first indication that I knew that, that something serious was wrong. She had pretty much um, just denied any not feeling well. Um, she just avoided it. I. One indication, when I called her, I called her once on FaceTime and she didn't realize it was FaceTime and she answered FaceTime and I could see she was wearing a mask. And I said, do you have company? And she said, no. And I said, why are you wearing a mask in your house alone? And she said, oh, sometimes I sleep in it and I just forget. And I said, mother, you are depriving yourself of life-saving oxygen. Take off the mask. You don't need it in your house. But the media had put such fear in her, like they did so many elderly people 
that she felt like she needed to wear a mask 24 seven. And I know that was really contributing to her decline. So when she called and said, it's time, you know, I'm ready to move. Uh, we talked about, uh, we found a great independent living place here in Tennessee, close to me and, and my older brother. And so I went there initially to start packing up her house. And when I arrived, I was shocked to the core at how ill my mother was. I have never seen her like this in my lifetime. And there's a video that you have of her. Um, she had just gotten up from a chair and she's trying to walk to the bathroom. And if you want to play that now, um, yeah. this is my, uh, she, at the time she was 78. And when I got there, she was so hunched over. She was sick. She was so pale. You can't see her face, but she was just deathly pale. Um, it took her 20 minutes just to get up out of a, a chair and go to and go to the bathroom. Right after this video was taken, I took her to the emergency room at a really good hospital in uh, Oklahoma, and um, they immediately um, did a full workup on her and discovered that um, that she had some blood clots, um, but that also she needed a hip. I mean, her hip was in really bad shape. Um, aside from that, she was just really sick. She just was so weak her immune system was just just leveled and um and so i my brothers i sent that video to my brothers and i said this is so much worse than she ever told us and i can't believe she lived like this for as long as she did um so my brothers came and we i was in the hospital with her for a week and my brothers came we packed up her house um, we moved her here to Tennessee, um, and she could not go into independent living immediately because she was so ill. And so she moved here, um, in August of 22, the first part of August. And then, uh, in November, she had a hip transplant, a hip replacement. And, um, um, honestly, she said, and I said at the time, I didn't say it in front of her but we didn't think she would make it through the end of the year because she was so sick. Um, she, she couldn't walk, she couldn't move. Even with the new hip, the hip pain was gone, but she was just sick all the time. I had um, companies coming to the house to do IV therapies on her um, because she was, she was vomiting, she had diarrhea, she had um, GI issues, um, she, she would wake up in the middle of the night and not know where she was. She was hallucinating. She thought one time that um, she had crushed the cat in the recliner. And I mean, it was just, it was terrifying. She, she was really not mentally and physically well enough to care for herself at all. And so she was with us for eight months before she was well enough to move into independent living. Um, and the process that we used was really developed um, because um, starting starting in in about 21, um, I became part of several doctor groups uh, messaging just you know on the phone, lots of group messaging, and there were two or three groups of doctors that uh, that I was involved with with the Adam group and talking about COVID protocols, not only treating people at home for long COVID and COVID, but also 
um, we started talking about Vax Injured. And so it started out where the doctors were just sort of like, I have these patients, um, they're really exhibiting signs of Vax Injury, so I'm going to try this. And then the rest of the doctors would then report back their success or failure with that thing. And then so when something worked, then they added to it. And then they just kept adding things to their protocol. And, and over time, they had developed this, this long COVID and Vax injury protocol that, um, that I put together and started using with my mother. And, um, and I sent that to you. And there are several, several products on there. And they're all supplements. There's only one prescription medication on there. And that's the rapamycin. And if you're outside Tennessee, then ivermectin um, needs a prescription too. But as you know, thanks yeah. to people like <laughs> Bernadette, we don't need a prescription yeah. here for yeah. ivermectin in Tennessee because we're awesome. And <laughs> yeah, let, let me uh, thank you. We are awesome here in Tennessee. Yeah. Um, they're pretty awesome in other states too, but they don't quite have this magic formula of everything in place. This is why voting is so important in yeah. order to get good things going. I want to um, just remind listeners as we delve into this protocol that you developed and used on your mother that we're not giving medical advice. And if you're seeing on the screen like a brand of a product, we're not endorsing any brands. Mm -mm. We're just showing you an example of right. what AJ used, okay? Okay. Yeah, because there are several brands of things that you can take because these are these are all supplements. These are are not prescription medications, and so you can really find these anywhere um, mm -hmm. online. That that's where I found them. Uh, most of them I found online. Um, um, and, but we do recommend that you um, do enough research that you understand the quality brand lines. You know, and you definitely. Have a good doctor, a good functional medicine doctor, and talk to your doctor before you start any kind of even a supplement protocol. You really need to talk to your doctor. My mom got the greatest doctor here in Tennessee, and he he determined immediately that she had COVID vax injury. So and first, you need her. to find a good doctor who recognizes yes. vaccine injury and who understands that supplements can help and alternative therapies can help in all of this. So step one, That's find right. a good doctor, then step two, listen, you know, go refer as you go. So, yeah. you know, supplements are, are like, even like pharmaceuticals, you know, anytime you have anything concentrated, that's not in the amount you might be getting through food or whatever, it, when you get medicinal amounts of anything, it impacts you in a big way. And so, yeah. you know, having that professional guidance can be very important. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because there are some things on this list that um, that are not recommended, for instance, if you're on blood thinners. So mm -hmm. you really need to talk to your doctor, take the whole list of things that you want to take and the doses you want to take them and work with your doctor. And if you don't have a doctor who's willing to talk to you about these types of um, recovery methods, and then you need to find another doctor mm -hmm. because there are mm -hmm. good ones out there. They're usually mm -hmm. functional medicine doctors. Um, but, um, but my mom's doctor is just a general practitioner. I, I think he's a DO and he's amazing. He helped us a lot during COVID um, 
taking care of COVID patients at home, but he immediately told mom, you have COVID vax injury. And he ordered her, do not take another COVID shot, another booster. Do not take a flu shot. Do not take a shingle shot. Don't take anything else for the rest of your life. Don't amen. do it. Yes, amen. <laughs> I so like that doc. He said, yeah, me too. He was awesome. And, um, and he, he looked at this list and said, a-okay to her. Okay. Um, but these are the things that, um, that we used on her. And at first I tell you, older people, man, they are stubborn. They're so stubborn. And when we first, I would lay out all of this, cause it's a lot, you know, it is, it a, is lot, a lot yeah. and you don't have to do all of these things forever. But when you have long COVID or COVID vax injury, you have to attack this with everything in the kitchen sink. And so that's what we did. And so when I started putting out all these pills, you know, at first she was like, I'm not doing that. But then she was so sick and so weak. She finally said, okay, I'm going to do it because she really thought she was going to die. And so did I. And, um, and so then she started doing it. So then I started encouraging her to do it herself, you know, lay out, I put everything in bags and it was labeled and it had a number on it. And I did, I did all the work for her so she could just take it every day. And then I noticed that she wasn't taking it because I wasn't hounding her. And so I finally told her, you know, if you don't do this, you're not going to get better. And if that's the way you want to do it, because eventually you are, that's the goal for you to be living independently. And if you are, then you're going to have to do this yourself. So she finally started doing it. Yay. Okay. <laughs> you know? Let's go ahead and go through the list. And if you can kind of explain what you understand yeah. about each supplement. Yeah. Um, Serapeptase was something that I heard about from Dr. McCullough and um, it breaks down proteins into smaller components called amino acids. It's really good for its anti-inflammatory properties. Um, it's, it's not recommended for people who are on blood thinners though. Okay. So remember that. Um, natokinase is another one that I heard about from Dr. McCullough and, um, there's a really great article there. It's an enzyme used to ferment soybeans, but it's most known for cardiovascular benefits. And of course we know that the, the COVID shot and COVID attacks, um, the heart. So we need all the help we can get with that. So natokinase is really an excellent, it's from, it's from Japan and it's just fantastic. Um, Nepronol is something that really it combines um, serapeptase, natokinase, um, bromelain, and several other things. So I added Nepronol as as a as just an added bonus. But if you are going to take just one supplement instead of uh, serapeptase and natokinase and bromelain, then Nepronol is probably the best thing to take. It's awesome. Um, it, um, it, it, it's, it's, it's an all natural enzyme. Uh, it's an antioxidant. It's, um, it's really good for healthy heart and immune function function. That's the bottom line. Excellent. Okay. Uh, there's some, there's some odd things on here. I know people are going to go, what is that? <laughs> uh, bromelain, it's a type of enzyme and it's found in pineapple juice but it helps the body fight pain and swelling. And it also contains chemicals that seem to interfere with um, tumor cell growth and it slows blood clotting. Mm -hmm. um, that's another one that people should talk to their doctor before they take. <clears throat> uh, 
Um, liposomal curcumin. Now, um, we know that the, the liposomal is more bioavailable and it gets into, it's delivered into the body more efficiently. So anytime you can buy liposomal um, products, you should do that. Um, it gets into the stomach and the GI tract and it doesn't um, degrade the supplement at all. Um, it's great for anti-inflammatory properties, antioxidant, it reduces inflammation, minimizes free radicals and oxidative stress, and it supports joint health. It's, it's amazing. Now, um, a lot of people have heard of curcumin. It's been around a long time. It's uh, derived from turmeric, the spice. Yeah. Right. And, and a lot of people use it and that some of the studies are phenomenal. Like they've compared ibuprofen to curcumin. And while it doesn't, um, my understanding is it's not like you take it immediately find relief, but mm -hmm. when you take it consistently, when they compare after a month, it, you know, it holds its own compared to um, prescription or right. over the counter, like um, anti-inflammatories. The thing that I most worry about with uh, with the curcumin is that um, how long it stays in the body and what it does in the body. Um, it's beneficial. I mean, it's really a great, great supplement. But I know my husband, he had surgery on his feet and um, he took he's taken a lot of curcumin over the years, but he came out of surgery and his doctor told me um, he had like this orange goo in his joints. And we were just like, what, what? And he said, I've never seen it before. He took a picture of it and showed it to me. And it was just this bright, dark orange goo that was, and he said it was the curcumin that, because I said he takes a lot of curcumin. And he said, yeah, it actually went to the areas of inflammation, which were his, the joints in his feet. And, and it actually uh, congealed there. I mean, it didn't hurt him. But it was there, and you could see it. That's that was so bizarre to me. I wonder if it acted as sort of like a, a little bit of gel cushion, where he needed it most, where he oh, had it was bone so on bone. Like he, I think wow. he described it as a gelatinous goo. <laughs> so <it> was, <laughs> the body is so amazing, and what it knows I to know. do, something, what it does with it, that's unexpected. It's just, it's amazing. Okay. Yeah. And um, liposomal glutathione, um, you, you can get glutathione IV therapies just about anywhere. It's amazing. Um, it supports brain, liver, and immune system, um, prevents cellular damage. It's a really powerful antioxidant that combats premature aging and enhances energy metabolism, promotes gut health. I mean, it has so many antioxidative stress-related properties. Um, we, we take it here in our house daily. It's just mm -hmm. an excellent supplement. And I want to give a, I want to give a little plug for something called the purple powder, um, or what I call, um, Fogarty's formula. And it was, um, Dr. Ted Fogarty got a CARES Act grant during COVID and he worked with naturopaths and devised this combination. It's powdered spirulina, beet powder, the three Ooh. amino acids that make up um, glute, uh, the building blocks of glutathione and then a mm. little lemon powder to make it. And you put like Ooh, a half a teaspoon good. in your mouth and the lemon powder makes you salivate so you absorb it. And mm -hmm. it's a natural way to really boost your glutathione. It's fantastic. Um, you can, yeah. I think the website is purplepowder.com. I'm not 
positive, but search for purple powder or the formula is on Informed Choice Washington. You can go to informedchoicewa.org and then just put in Fogarty, F-O-G-A-R-T-Y, and you should be able to go find the formula, which he shares freely. Okay. And just as a note, uh, definitely play with the ratios a little bit so you get the, the flavor just right. If you add a little too much beet powder, it tastes strongly of dirt. Uh, the purple <laughs> powder that uh, that the formulation that uh, Dr. Fogarty has made for purple powder is a lot more palatable. Mm. So learn learn to play with it, get the ratios right. That's good to know. Okay. And when you get the like the cysteine component, there's. Um, NAC, which is harder to get now, but that's really kind of strong too. So there's another L. I'm not going to get them right, so I'm not going to say because there's different, but some of them are more less sulfury than others. I, I'll put it that way. That uh, that taste better. Um, and so cool. while we're here, real quick, um, Javier, do you? Uh, maybe I'll ask you if you know, and if not, we'll find out and we'll put it in our Substack. Um, what are the different? ways of spelling or different formulations of, of cysteine, which is the really critical of the three amino acids. Well, so cysteine is a, a basic amino acid and you can get it from different sources. So uh, cysteine provides uh, the sulfur component that is necessary for a lot of the functions in, in, in the body. Mm-hmm. That's why you get, if you don't, if you get pure cysteine, it has a strong um, uh, rotten egg smell sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so any any compounds that contain a high level of cysteine, those are reliable sources for it as well. Mm-hmm. You can get bulk cysteine uh, as part of your, you know, any formulation that you want. And just FYI, Bob just is relaying a couple of questions that are being asked. Oh, okay. ETV. And this is from the chat from Freedom Mama. Mm-hmm. Their directory of functional medicine doctors that you've you- used. You know, I believe that there is um, at the website healthyimmunitynow.org. I, when we first put that up, and Bob Reynolds helped with that website, I believe we did refer to an organization of functional medicine doctors. So there likely is a. I um, dropped in a link to um, okay. to DPC Frontier, and you can click on that link and you can put in your zip code, and it'll take you and show you on a map everybody around you. That's um, that's a good functional medicine doctor. There you go, and um, and the different the it'll tell you what the different colors are. You click on the dot, and it'll tell you everything about that doctor, how much they charge, kind of insurance, etc. You wow. can go on the doctor's website. I know it's amazing. Um, we use this all the time on the Adam Group when people write to us and say, "I need a good doctor," and um, and we just we send them this link, and they find good doctors. Oh, I'm going to have fun with this. AJ, yeah. thank you so much. And, and I love it. I love this site so much. <laughs> yes, it's mapper, M-A-P-P-E-R dot D-P-C frontier dot com. Awesome. D-P-C is for direct primary care. And these and are you can find all sorts most of good functional doctors. medicine doctors primarily? Yeah. Okay, cool. I can um, see North and South Dakota need to get with the program. Look at yeah, that. There's some, <laughs> yeah, there's some blanks there. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm going to see if I can get back to your supplement thing here. Share this tab instead. Let's see if I go back. There we go. We're back to your list. Okay. <clears throat> that was a good squirrel. I tend yeah. to squirrel. Yeah. That was a really good <laughs> one. <laughs> 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 
All right. Of course, we know, you know, is great. Um, but really, unless your doctor says do not take aspirin, you know, it's it's one of the it was one of the key ingredients for the protocol that we use for people who treated COVID at home. Mm -hmm. Very good. Okay. Um, vitamin D3 and K. I mean, we all know vitamin D3 helps your body absorb calcium while vitamin K2 directs calcium to your bones instead of the joints and arteries. It's also the combined that's great for the immune system, bone, teeth, yes. muscle. Immune health is probably the best though. And most people are very depleted of their D. So mm -hmm. as people don't get out in the sun, especially in the winter time and, um, and believe it or not, and a lot of people still don't know this, but depending on the color of your skin, you may have much lower levels of vitamin D. Um, black and brown people really need to double up and triple up and quadruple up on their vitamin D because yeah. they just naturally have uh, lower vitamin D levels. And, um, and so if you're really susceptible to illness, it might be because you need more vitamin D3 mm -hmm. in your life. Yeah, that's a really good point. Thank you so much for that. And um, also want to point out that our bodies use these things, and especially at times of illness. So you might have entered an illness with plenty of vitamin D, but if you're not replacing it, you will have depleted yourself and now you're more susceptible. So, you know, there's certain things, vitamin A, D, C, that zinc, that your body's just actively using to help mm -hmm. heal you. Um, so just like you put gas in the car and you change the oil in your car, you're going to, especially at times of illness, um, you're going to want to make sure you replace those as your body uses them. This next one I'm really curious about because I've heard of methylene, methylene blue yeah. and it's like, it's a dye. What the heck? This one is so crazy to me. What, tell us yeah. about it. The 1% solution, um, they, they took methylene blue, you know, the stuff that they usually um, the dye that they run through you when they do, you know, like x-rays and stuff, and they reduced it to a 1% solution. But this is really especially good for older people because yeah. it boosts the energy production capabilities of mitochondria and it promotes blood and oxygen flow to the brain. And it's packed with antioxidants um, that prevent cell degeneration and protects the brain against age-related cognitive decline. And it makes your pee a really color pretty color blue. <laughs> <laughs> so, so when you go to the bathroom after you take this, you're just like, don't be shocked. <laughs> Javier, in your world of, of brain work and, and um, have you, are there studies being done? What do you know of methylene blue and what the heck is it, first of all? So methylene blue, and this is coming straight out of the uh, National Library of Medicine, uh, the Journal of Anesthesiology and Clinical Pharmacology, 2010. Methylene blue revisited, and this is a summary. Methylene blue, an inhibitor of nitric oxide synth synthase and guanylate cyclase, has many uses in medicine. It has also been found to improve the hypotension associated with various clinical states. It also improves hypoxia and hyperdynamic circulation and cirrhosis of liver and severe hypo hepatopulmonary syndrome. It also results in transient and reproducible improvement in blood pressure and cardiac function in septic shock. So this is an amazing little molecule that has been overlooked for decades. Wow. that is, And it's available over the counter. Yeah. Yeah. You can get it on Amazon. You can get it anywhere. And um, wow. we, one of the doctors in my doctor's group started using this with patients and he said he really noticed an uptick in um, just successful 
reactions to the the entire protocol and right. and um they dropped in a lot of studies about how it's really good for older people um just to improve cognitive health so oh, and boy my mom sure needed that and let me tell you what she is i'll tell you about that later when we look yeah. at her other pictures yeah video, i'm excited to be after yeah. Uh, the next one, psilocybin. Yeah, psilocybin. Psilocybin is really interesting. Its main ingredient is called orthosilicic acid, and it's an essential bioavailable nutrient that works with your body um, to absorb a lot quicker than other um, supplements that do this. Um, it, it's it's really kind of a kind of an anti aging supplement too. It works on the bones, um, healthy skin, hair, nails, um, connective tissue, immune system. It's a really powerful antioxidant. And so um, one of the doctors um, actually sells this in his clinic and started using it on his patients. And he lives here in the Nashville area. He's a dentist, actually, um, retired dentist. And so we started using this with mom and I think it was, it's optional, but we, we threw it in, we threw everything, but the kitchen sink. So that was one of the optional things that we added. Cool. And then the next one is Biocidin LSF. That was another one that we just added because it promotes um, really healthy anti-inflammatory response. Um, it's in, it's an immunomodulator, um, benefits, um, mental clarity and vitality. Another one that's really good for older people to take. Um, it's really good for gut health. Um, and it's, it's a liquid you put it, the squirts under your tongue. So it's really rapid and systemic delivery it goes right straight to where you need it in the nice. body. Excellent. And then um, there's just one more question that Bob came up again, another mm -hmm. one from Freedom Mama. Is there an, an evaluation like uh, the environmental working group that evaluates all the supplements and their safety? Hmm. I, Probably. I I'm, I'm not aware. Um, I, I don't know. Probably, though. It would be great. I would love at least like to see of an evaluation that you're actually getting what it says on the label. Right. Yeah. You know, that to sort out, because I know that there has been some surveys done and a lot of the like store brands as opposed yeah. to, you know, sometimes going to your um, your naturopath or other healthcare practitioner, they have access to professional brand lines and that, you know, mm -hmm. that that, you know, if anybody out there listening does know, and that might be a great show to help guide people to how do you find a quality supplements that you can trust that you know you're really getting what you thought you paid for that's that's very good and then so um you list then zinc and vitamin c which yeah everybody knows about everybody knows about that and ivermectin of course we she still um takes a, a preventive dose of ivermectin um mm -hmm. and so do we and i mean we don't we don't take a, a lot of it um but we do just take it occasionally. Okay. Um, but she was on a pretty regular dose for her body weight. Um, and so that was really recommended by all the doctors in my group that she be on that to help her. It for, uh, for not only it's for healing what she experienced as well as protective 
<clears throat> against for infection. the future. <clears throat> yeah, preventive for the future. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I talked too much yesterday. We were, <laughs> I was down in Chattanooga at the CHD bus event. It was wonderful, but we talked to so many people. It was a wonderful event. Uh, tomorrow's Johnson City, Tennessee, the CHD bus is coming too. So next is we've got Armra. That's a new Arma. company. Yeah. Let's we keep an eye on the time this. too, because I want to make sure we get the good videos of your mama. Yeah, yeah. We discovered this um, and you know, in my doctor's group and, and it, we use this every single day. We mix it in with our coffee um, or, you know, anything we drink and um, it's, it's colostrum, it's colostrum and it's cool. bovine colostrum. And it's from um, the very early uh, parts of um, just post birth of calves. And it's, it's really amazing. Um, there's, 400 plus functional research back nutrients that come from colostrum and it, it is i would just call it transformative i would mm-hmm. because we take it and um i i never get sick and my mom has been so healthy since and she uses a packet of this in her coffee every single morning oh and um and it's it's incredible what's it taste like Nothing. Yeah, I mean, you can get other flavors, but we just get the flavorless kind. And it's cool. just like putting, you know, a dry creamer packet in your coffee. It doesn't have any flavor at all. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, melatonin, we did that every night. Everybody knows what that's for. And, and what I learned from, um, from the FLCCC docs um, is that melatonin is a really powerful antioxidant. I didn't know that. I thought it was just a sleep aid, but it's, it's really a, a good antioxidants. So we added that. Um, the nicotine gum or patch is optional. We didn't use that for mom, but um, but a lot of people, there's a lot of science out there right now talking about how the nicotine gum or patch is really good for COVID shot injury and long COVID. It was interesting. We were he- hearing early on that people who tend to smoke or chew tobacco, I'm not recommending anybody do either, believe me. Yeah. But they didn't seem to get as sick as other people. So right. there must have been something in there that, you know, protected you in the short term, but it's going to kill you in the long term. So please don't do it. <laughs> yeah. So, but, you know, choose instead the nicotine itself, right? Yeah. Yeah. Little known fact, little known fact that people that uh, smoke have a lower incidence of Parkinson's. And this is something that's been, that's oh, been really? shown in epidemiological studies. That so again, really interesting. nicotine is a double-edged sword. That, that's fascinating. Huh. Wow. Yeah. All right. Um, we didn't use rapamycin and it's doctor prescribed, but if you want to add that to your protocol, you can talk to your doctor. It's just a really good anti-aging um, medication. It's got a really good high safety profile and um, we, we didn't use it, but because mom was doing so well with everything else, but that was one of the things that our, one of the doctors recommended. And um, intermittent fasting, which I think is important for everybody to do for everything in life. Um, but that really helped, I think, mom uh, absorb all of the, the supplements that she was taking. And um, that and really healthy food that she wasn't getting for a long time um, contributed to about a 50-pound weight loss for my mom. Wow. In about a year's time, she, she lost weight really quickly. 
All righty. And so and now I'm so excited. So we're going to start with the video <laughs> the reveal. So at the beginning of the hour, we showed your mom, it would take her 20 minutes to walk a very short distance to the bathroom. She was very hunched over. She was so weak and pale and so sick. And then how much, what's the time between then and so the she, video we're about to she play? She lived with us for eight months and we had her on that full protocol everything in the kitchen sink at her and um at the end of that eight months she was finally healthy enough to move into independent living close by us and it's just a, an apartment complex and it's for seniors and um and she absolutely loves it and she's so happy and the reason why she gets to live there is because she can now live independently which she tells you I really thought I was going to die when I first moved there. I really believed I was going to die. And I had to tell her, I really thought you were too. Wow. But All right. So here we are. There's no sound to it. So we'll describe also to the radio listeners uh, what's about to appear on the screen. So go ahead, AJ. Describe what your mom mom is doing. Mom is a breast cancer survivor. Look at her. She is just having the time of her blessed life. And um, with the, at the, where she lives, um, they have a breast cancer party every year. And Chico's dresses all of the breast cancer survivors in, in Chico's clothes. And they have a fashion show. And because my mom's a breast cancer survivor, 15, 16 years, she was in the show. And she still walks with, uh, with a, a walker because she needs a knee replacement, which she's going to get. And then she's probably going to go dancing. Um, but look at her. She is just the bell of the flipping ball here. <laughs> she is just having the time of her life. Yeah. And Aww. she would never have done this. Let me tell you what, my mother would have never done something like this where she had to like walk in front of people. But yeah. she is so happy and healthy now. And um, and that was last October. So in it almost two years now. Um, it, yeah, I would say in about a year. So this picture was taken at the end of October um, where she lives at, at the senior place. They had a costume contest for Halloween and she won the costume contest. <laughs> yes, and she's, she's described out, descri uh, dressed up as a hippie, kind of an Indian hippie. I said, mom, you gotta let me, you gotta let me dress you. And she said, okay. And normally she's the kind of person that would go, oh no, I don't want to go. I, I don't want to, I don't want to be seen. I don't want, but she let me do this and look at her. She, she, she not only let me do this to her, but she actually won the costume contest. <laughs> Travel power. That's amazing. I love she is, that. She is just having so much fun. She she loves she she beats the crap out of people in trivia every <laughs> single week there. And there's wow. some really sharp people living there. So she kicks their butt at trivia. She came in third today in a spelling bee. I mean, she is just so <laughs> sharp. I mean, she is sharp as a That's tack. wonderful. So in, in this that is one the woman who yeah. is just really in bad shape just a year and ago this was at her 79th birthday last july so she's um she's just got this giant sombrero on i didn't send the picture with the giant margarita but <laughs> <laughs> but look how healthy she looks yeah i know she, she doesn't look how does. old is this she's 80 79 She's 79. She'll be 80 this July. Does not look. I mean, she looks fantastic. Look yeah, at that. she is. 
She's an amazing, she's a firecracker. She's amazing. Yeah, wonderful. But she's and she's so then, healthy. She's so healthy now. I love that. And then it yeah. looks like you dressed up also. Yeah, I was um, a gypsy. <laughs> and she was a gypsy. And then her mama in that wonderful hippie with the flowers in her and the wig. And oh, that is just a gorgeous yeah. picture. And I've got to say, AJ, you and your mama are so photogenic. I tell you, you should be on the cover of a magazine saying this is, this is how you do it. I, I oh, just love crazy. that. Yeah, that is, that's so cool. Yeah, she's that. she's so healthy now. She's actually thinking about driving again, which terrifies us. <laughs> but she's going to get um, she's going to get a knee replacement. And when she does, I, I really believe she's going to ask me if we can go out dancing somewhere because she wants to do the Cotton Eye Joe again. And um <laughs> I don't know. We're just kind of worried about where we're, the police are going to bring her home, you know. <laughs> wow. It just, it's so exciting to think what you did for your mother and all of these wonderful therapies. And it just, it makes me so angry that when most people in that condition would go see a regular MD in this corrupt system yeah. we have, they would be offering drugs for pain. Yep. And pretty much just saying, well, this is it for the rest of your life. And she and, you know, you just kind of sit down and just get ready to die. Yeah. But the human body will repair itself, you know, given proper nutrients, proper support, all the love. I mean, you and Dan sur surrounding her with that love and support, sometimes tough love. Like, Mom, um, you want to die? Or you <laughs> tough love. It was mostly tough love. Let me tell you, I was constantly <laughs> calling both my brothers who are her favorite kids going, will you please make her do this? <laughs> You're not the favorite, probably because no. you push her. <laughs> yeah. I was the mean one. So I would call my brothers. My brothers would sweet talk her into everything. Oh. <laughs> it worked. <laughs> So everybody out there who who's a daughter who has a has a mom, <laughs> this is I know I know what you go through. It's very traumatic. You're gonna have PTSD when it's over with. <laughs> yeah, it'll be worth it. Yeah, it'll be worth it. And we will put your protocol. Um, well, we'll probably be sharing it. I'm not sure if we're gonna which website, but for sure in the Substack page that we have when we have show notes and stuff. So that's Informed Choice Washington Substack page. We'll be um, giving it. Please stress uh, again that everybody who wants yeah. to use that should talk to their doctor, have a yes. good doctor, and then talk to their doctor about everything because there might be some things that are contraindicated if yes. they're taking some other medication or some other supplement, but. They really, really need to, we had to clear everything with her doctor before she could take it. Very That's good. Really Thank important. you. We will definitely continue to stress that. Thank so, um, but it, you know, we all need to be empowered to do that sort of research and find that partner. You know, Javier and I and um, Bob have been saying, you know, for all through COVID and I even before, um, the time to find a trusted healthcare practitioner is when you're not sick because it can be yep. a lot of work. You don't want to try to look when you're desperate, when you're you're ill or a family member is very ill. So really it, you know, it, I guess it's like preparing for an earthquake. You think, oh, I'll do it tomorrow. But, you know, um, getting sick happens, happens way more often, especially the older we get than those earthquakes. So, you know, you gotta do it. And you'll be so glad that you did, you know, um, when you, 
when you go through anything, if you can pick up the phone or call or text that trusted healthcare provider to guide you through these things, you know, these are relationships worth the time and worth forging. Amen. Yeah, it's not all dirt bike, dirt bike accidents, you know, it's just sometimes. No. <laughs> you are listening I get to you, that. Javier. I got rid of all my whitewater kayaks because my ortho doctor said, it's all about recovery time, baby. It's all about recovery time. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Yeah, but keep moving, people. So, AJ, if people want to see some of the excellent work that you have done or even the work you're doing now, I don't know if any of that would be public. How can people learn more, follow what you do? Um, You can go to my Facebook page, um, just AJ DePriest, and um, I usually have everything on there, but I'll give you a couple of links. One um, is a Dropbox link that anybody can access to the white paper for the ESSER funding research that we did. And the other one is the um, hospital incentives research white paper. So I'll send you both of those and, um, and, and anybody can access it from my Dropbox and download it. But um, now because people are finally out there getting lawyers and going after hospitals, Now's the time to really understand exactly what hospitals did and why and how they were paid and why these protocols were used and why patients' rights were denied. It's absolutely atrocious. So this white paper will, it's it's really written in layman's terms. We did a really good job of just writing it very simply. It's not very long. It's less than 30 pages, but there's mostly footnotes because we, we included all the evidence. So you can click on everything and see exactly where the evidence came from. It's not hyperbole. It's absolutely terrifying what they did. Yeah. And that would be great information to give to your state legislators. So action can be taken. Yeah. 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 Send it to your attorney general of your state, because right now there are three states, I think um, three that, that are using the white paper to actually Mm -hmm. go after hospitals. And Good. lots of lawyers who are now willing to take cases because they found ways to circumvent the PrEP Act. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. They found yeah. the the places they violated the PrEP Act and in, in yeah. they go. I love it. Well, I'm AJ right. DePriest, it is an honor to know you. Thank you for being on the show and sharing your information. I know a lot of people will benefit from your taking the time to do this so. and sharing with us. I hope so. Thanks much. So uh, you've been listening to the Health Hour on Inform Life Radio. We're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to be on the Liberty Hour. So jump over to Rumble or Twitter or Facebook for Informed Choice Washington, because we're going to talk about Washington state legislation you need to know about. We'll be back soon. During this unprecedented response to an infection outbreak, it has been made very clear that shutting down lives and businesses is not sustainable or repeatable. We've also learned that it's unnecessary. Treatments exist and always exist. For 99% of the population, nutrients and oxidative therapies that support the immune system and improve symptoms are always available to address viral infections. For the less than 1% who need more, Inexpensive, unpatentable drugs can be added to the nutrient therapies to improve outcomes. It's time each and every one of us empower ourselves with this knowledge. We need not ever bring our lives to a halt again. We can both save lives and retain the liberty that nourishes us body and soul. Learn more at healthyimmunitynow.org. 
That's healthyimmunitynow.org. Children's Health Defense is a nonprofit organization with a mission to end childhood health epidemics by working aggressively to eliminate harmful exposures, hold those responsible accountable, and establish safeguards to prevent future harm. The Washington chapter of Children's Health Defense is stepping up at the state and local levels, but we can't do this without you. Join us at wa.childrenshealthdefense.org. Let's restore and defend children's health and their futures in Washington State. 